This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. And we're going to get into the NBA and, and the NFL as well, but come on, man. Can I, can I let these things ring free real quick? For our Sac State Hornets men's basketball team going on the road to Fresno over the weekend, beating mm-hmm. the Fresno State Bulldogs 59-53, a 12-5 run over the final 22, 4-22 of the game. Got them that win. They're now 3-2 and two on the road. Um, some of these tidbits here, <laughs> this is crazy. They beat Fresno State 59-53. This is their first win against Fresno State since 1966. Damn. Their first road win in Fresno since 1954. Damn. Big ups to the Fresno State men's basketball team. Our guy David Patrick doing what he does. Uh, Coach Patrick gonna be on with us tomorrow. They play on Wednesday, so might so might, might be on with us not. Tomorrow? No, he will be on with okay, us tomorrow. Okay, might not be the only coach mm, that joins us tomorrow. I like that. I like that. Apparently, the other thing about this game was this was one of those uh, uh, buy what they call buy games for Fresno State. That's that's what I'm reading. Uh, I don't know what that means. You know where they pay they, you to come play. Oh, oh, bye. Yeah. Oh, bye. Okay. Yeah, I got you. Uh, John Rothstein, I think he is. When you said bye, I thought you meant whether they think Sac State was a pushover. Like, what would you mean? <laughs> He's a, a college basketball insider for CBS Sports. He tweeted out. Oh, I just lost the tweet right there. Um, but he had tweeted out. This was, where is it at? Where is it at? There it goes. Fresno State loses a bye game, B-U-Y, bye game to Sacramento State, the epitome of brutality. Mm. So, Yeah, well. Yeah, well. Save Mar Center is ours now. That's how it works. Yeah. Well, I don't Maybe we sell that one off. <laughs> we don't need that. <laughs> Shout out to Guru. Liquidating our assets. That's what we're doing yeah, <laughs> That's what we're doing, man. That's what we're doing. 916. Uh, James Ham going to join us here uh, at some point within the next hour. Uh, 916-909-1320. Uh, the Kings are back on the floor tonight at the Golden One Center. Uh, we're happy to bring in our brother, Mitch. Hey, there he is. Mitch, what is happening, my brother? How's it going, Damon? Casey, hope everything's well. Yeah, man, it's all good, big dog. How you doing, man? How's the leg? Oh, much better. You know, it's funny that you ask. <laughs> Like today, you know, a lady opens the door, says black, the hot black husky, no bite, no problem. See, you know, you're supposed to know your tech room, your dog. Not thinking you're a left tackle, and these are middle-aged couples, and you're going to stop a, a pit bull going for me. You know, you missed. 
big time. Well, it's, it's <laughs> My boss asked me they want another copy of the push board. I didn't ask for the names. I didn't ask for the headshots. I, I was not very smart that day. I was nice to the dog. I should have I should slammed the box in his head, but I, I'm very <laughs> compassionate against Will Allen. Damn. I'm glad you're okay. I'm, I'm I'm just glad you're okay, Mitch. I read to Zilla, these two dogs were like barking at the phone. When it's like they wanted to go through the glass. I read to them, and I was staying by my truck. Uh, I got bit a couple of, a couple of weeks ago. I went, you know, oh, they just bark a lot. They're not, they won't bite you. That's very, very reassuring. But um, I kept the dog phone for, for the next uh, for the next out. You know, uh, let them be nice. And, I, and, I'm, and I'm comfortable giving a hand being next to dogs. Because I've been doing it for 17 years. Some people, one lady says to me, you're either very not too bright or you're very brave. And she had a dope intention. And I will go up to her, him. Because I was on his good side. Anyway, <laughs> how about the Kings trade for uh, DeRozan or even Beal? I would love to see him and Fox on the same backcourt. And what about those games yesterday? I want the ties. My teams, uh, one came out on the good, on the the winning side. But I was hoping for ties. That was no, like one of no. the best things I can remember. No, Mitch, ties suck. Ties suck. No. Oh, uh, and we faded, Mitch. I was going to ask him what he thought about Justin Turner. Oh, he's still here, Mitch. What do you think about Justin oh, yeah. Turner going to the Red Sox? You lost Justin Turner. I don't. They don't make any sense. They signed J.D. Martinez, who's really at DH, but they let go of uh, uh, Justin Turner, who could play DH or he can play at third base. Yeah, then they you guys are think. a mighty contract, some guy that used to be good, and they let Cody Bellinger go, who might be able to still be hit and can play just as well. They uh, make they don't make any sense, these Dodgers. Nah, they don't. They stink. <laughs> Mitch. Um <laughs> do, do we uh Damien, do you have a Damon, do you have a recap of Mitch's call? Yeah, so you know what I tried to do? I don't know if this is a setting I have to enable, but I did go over to I'm actually watching our YouTube stream right now <laughs> and I hit the closed caption button while Mitch was talking just to see what happened hey, what what uh, happened nothing like it said it's 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 unavailable uh closed captions are are, are not available so what I'm going to do is I'm going to take this video you know how one of the one of the features on Instagram reels is like it does like a transcript yeah I want to cut Mitch's call mm-hmm. and ask <laughs> one of these automated things to transcribe it and see what comes out. You seem to be like the Mitch whisperer and fully understand. I heard, I know there was a Doberman pitcher involved. Yeah. 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 I, I heard uh, a black Husky. Yeah. So various different types of dogs. There's a lot in there that I just, I missed. I didn't, I didn't, I missed. Usually I'm I'm pretty on point with Mitch. He lost me a couple times. You know, he lost yeah. me a couple times, but you know, it's it's that Jersey accent. It's him and Pino. I think Pino, if he ever called in, he'd sound the same way. It's that Jersey accent. Jesse, let's make sure we cut Mitch's call today and let me let me see what type of magic I can create with that. <laughs> I'm giving Jesse more work to do. I feel like Jesse's about sick of me right now. <laughs> it's an honor to cut Mitch's call. I'll do his first ballot on this show. He is first ballot. Oh, that's facts. He is first yeah, ballot. Yeah. Yeah, that's 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 big. Man, his Dodgers, you know, they did what they did. You know, <laughs> I ain't worried about that. I ain't worried about that. I, love, I do love that Mitch wants us to. I really can we go get DeRozan or Bradley Beal? <laughs> like, yeah, like I mean, sure. We 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 brought up DeRozan. I do he for the Bradley record. Bill. I, I do see him in I, Fox. 
I do think DeRozan can be had. I don't want um, DeRozan. I'm not. I shouldn't I, say no, 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 like I, that. I, I don't. I don't. I don't mean for Sacramento. Yeah, I yeah, think yeah, DeRozan yeah. as a in general can be had this this trade deadline. I I, I agree. Um, and to answer Mitch's question, I I'm not. I like DeRozan, the ball player. I like what he was able to do last year with the um, with the Bulls um, and get their renaissance going. I just don't see where he fits with the Kings. I'd be, and then people think I'm crazy for this, but once again, you guys just really start listening to me at this point. Um, I'd be more apt to see what, what we could do with Zach Levine. So Zach Levine, whether Zach Levine is is uh, someone who's going to be traded or can be traded, is that 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 that's a little more vague to me. I'm not really I'm not really sure. Well, since we're, we're of course the rumors are out there, but the DeRozan ones are way stronger. Yeah. I, like I said, and I don't know if that's contract or, well, you know, uh, what word am I looking for? Demand. Mm. I, I'm not sure. Well, since we're on the on the Bulls, what do you think about this guy? Bosa is big. Bosa, Bosa, Bosa is big. Bosa, Bosa, bitch. That nerd doesn't. The, I think it's the third one. Let me play one more time. The third one where Bosa is big. Bosa, Bosa zip. Bosa bitch. Hey man, I've been there, man. I've been there. I've been there. But what does anybody think about him? Okay, so 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 I was going to ask. Okay, are you really asking about him, yeah, or yeah, you seriously? Just, you wanted to play the clip? Yeah, I mean, he's a center, okay. So, but once again, you're moving. He's a Backup center? I, th- well, that, I wouldn't if I'm trading for him, and what they're probably asking, I wouldn't be trading for a backup center. I'd be trading. So what for would him you do start. with him? He'd start at the. It'd be, uh, you'd be, you go to Twin Towers. Def- I, I'm not interested in it. I'm just throwing out the name because we're talking about Chicago. I'm not interested in it. Yeah, I don't but he's a he's a you know he's a stretch big. But I, like I said, okay. man, you, so again, I, just, it, I like it, what you got. I like what you got. I, I think. Okay, let me ask you this. Um, do you think Harrison Barnes is here in March? Yes. Do you think Harrison Barnes is here in September? Yes. Okay. Things have changed. I agree. Mm-hmm. Uh, I agree. Uh, that probably warrants. Uh, we probably should el- elaborate on that a little bit. Well, we will. We, we also need to talk about the Colts. We need to talk about some NFL stuff. James is on his way in. We'll talk to James Ham. Uh, he'll be here with us. The Sacramento Kings are back on the floor in Sacramento tonight at the Golden One Center uh, to take on the Charlotte Hornets. We've got you covered here. We appreciate you for being with us. Uh, Dealing with Casey back here on Sacramento Sports Leader ESPN 1320. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. 
I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. D-Lo and KC. D-Lo and KC continues on ESPN 1320. Oh, okay. The the bed was playing longer. We didn't get a D-Lo and KC. On like I, I was like, I can't, I can't hear the about? voice at all. Yeah, we're back. We're back, though. ESPN 1320. D-Lo and KC. I'm Kenny Carraway. He's Damien, Damien Barling. Yes, <laughs> sir. <laughs> yeah, we were just talking. Hey, why, why, do you agree with Errol Spence when he said, look, man, if you would have just said, I'm going to go get this bag real quick and yeah. kept it that way? It would have been cool instead of all the other nonsense that was going on. You agree with him on that one, or mm-hmm. did 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 Terrence Crawford have to do it that way? I don't know. <laughs> oh, I can kind of see both sides. <laughs> I can kind of see both sides. <laughs> one thing I really do understand, though, like in, in, in all kidding aside, because I know that this this is a bit. One thing I really do understand is how a uh, TV personality who got gifted a head coaching job just blew the largest lead in NFL history. I could see that and cost the San Francisco 49ers the number two seed for the time being. Damn. I can understand that. So that's how crazy the NFL week was. Like, you know, I say a lot of stuff about the NFL. You know, people go crazy and all this other stuff. I'm like, yo, man, I'm an NBA guy or whatever. But the NFL, they they really do have this system down lock. Like, they they – they can find a way for us, like even Patriots Raiders. Well, this the Patriots Raiders is like a, a great ending between the Thunder and the Pacers, <laughs> right? Like they, they, either one, nobody really they, same championship teams. They may be fringe, but nobody really cares. But boy, you could not get away from that ending between the Patriots and the Raiders yesterday. And I mean, it was I was enthralled in it too. It was crazy. And then you got uh, what happened. Uh, with the Cowboys and the Jags. You got the Chiefs and the Texans. You got all this other stuff. But it makes us completely forget what we saw on Saturday. That was nuts. Well, there were if, – if you go back to Thursday, there were 12 one-score games. Mm. If you if you count Thursday night football, which was a one-score game. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's ridiculous. Yeah, they – NFL, they, they do drama the right way. I, I ain't even going to lie to you. The Colts were up thirty-three to zero. Man, come on, man, come on, man. How you blow that game, man? Thirty-three to zero in the first half. 
They kicked a field goal in the third quarter at the 553 mark. It was 36 to 7, and they were done from that point forward. That's so embarrassing. That is so embarrassing. Jeff Saturday should be embarrassed. Matt Ryan absolutely should be embarrassed. Um, let me ask you a question. Should the Vikings be embarrassed? No, they won. I agree. But, hey, you win. I got I to keep the same energy because the day before yeah. I had tweeted out because the Kings had done one of their things again where they took the group picture and they were so mm-hmm. happy. And I said, I love that they celebrate wins. I, when I coach, I'm big on you win, you celebrate it, man. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's, I'm not going to treat, you know, at these times I'm talking about high school kids and everything, but these are grown professional men. I'm not going to treat them like they're incapable of, oh, because we won, everything's great, and, you know, we don't have any. No, like they're smart. They're human beings. They understand if they didn't play a good game, all right, I got to do this better next game or whatever the case may be. But, man, you don't, I, oh, we didn't even deserve to win that game. It's, you don't shut the hell up. <laughs> I don't care what we deserve. We won. Mm-hmm. I'm happy to win. So we celebrate the wins. And you got to keep the same energy for the Vikings. Like, you could make the, the, the same person, oh, they didn't deserve them playing around with the Colts like that. Man, you won Yo, the game, man. And even in the of- NFL, it's even bigger because all those games, you know, carry more importance. So you win any game. I don't care if you had to come back from 50 to nothing against the Texans. You, you celebrate that thing. Uh, although, well, you're talking about the Texans. Everybody had something to say about the Cowboys in, mm. in, in that Texans game. Did, did I'm sorry, are those think pieces out there on the Kansas City Chiefs? Mm. They went to overtime with the Houston. Dallas at least got it done in regulation. Mm-hmm. Well, Dallas wasn't Can- home. Wasn't What's that? Home. Dallas wasn't home. It was a road game for the Chiefs. Technically, it was a road game. Are you kidding me right now? It's the Kansas City Chiefs. Like, they're the perennial Super Bowl favorite. Are you kidding me right now? You're telling me out because they're on the road. Well, well, look, that's that's the reason why you don't say anything about the Kansas City Chiefs. Because it's the Kansas City Chiefs. It ain't the Dallas Cowboys. (laughs) That's that's why you don't say nothing. The point is, you won. Like, if, if you, mm-hmm. oh, God, the Cowboys, boy, boy the lot is going to be said about the way the Texans played him today. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, you can't say the same things about Kansas City? No, I just People do that why. stuff. People, people, and I get content creating. Like, you've got to find, dude, find some better content. Because yeah. in the NFL, especially this, we're in week 15, for goodness sakes. Just win the game. Just win and keep game. it moving. Vikings have nothing to be in bed. Vikings were down 33-0. to zero. If it had ended at 33-0, yeah, they should absolutely be embarrassed. Mm-hmm. No, but it did You win, you win that the did. damn that game. Is, that is not um, what happened. But since you brought him up, the Cowboys, what do you think about it? Well, before, before you leave it, let's get Daniel real quick. Oh, I okay. think Daniel wanted to talk about the Vikings game. So let's get Daniel in for here sure, real quick, sure. and then we'll get back to the Cowboys. Uh, and then we'll get back to the Kings. 916-909-1320. What's up, D? Hey, fellas. Hey, um. I think KC's right, man. Um, I listen to I listen to a lot of radio out of Minnesota um, on Sunday, and they were saying the same thing. They said, uh, you know, you you know, going into the playoffs, you're not playing the 49ers, you're not playing the Eagles, you're not playing the Giants, and, and uh, coming and uh, uh, coming back from that sort of lead, it's not going to happen. And you know, the, uh, the reason why they're talking like that is because I think for a while they thought they thought that they were a Super Bowl team. And now they know that they're not. No, they're far from it. They, they. I, I talk about, I talk about them, um, not being the 49ers in a potential matchup. They might not get out of the first round. 
They play the wrong team. They might not get out of the first round. Their defense is horrendous. They're de- yeah, which is weird because that was two years ago. Their strong suit. Mm-hmm. Well, they got a new head and their coach. offense was their offense was the problem. Yeah, they got a new head coach, flip things around, and now the offense is pretty yeah. damn explosive. But they can't stop a nosebleed. If they played, if they played, if they played the Lions Whoa. in the first round, who are you picking to win that game? <laughs> Lions beat the hell out well, of them a couple of weeks ago too. I'm probably picking Minnesota to win that game. To be fair, but I'm I'm looking at their starting with Detroit. Gave up 24, gave up 25, gave up 22, um, gave up 16. Now the thing is, gave up 26, gave up 17, gave up 30. In all of those games, they won. They won every single one of those games. Gave up 40 to Dallas, lost by a lot. But thirty, you're, you, you know, the, this is this is absolutely the problem with the New England Patriots. Uh, excuse me, I'm looking no. at the New England Patriots. This is the problem with the Minnesota Vikings. They beat the Patriots, thirty-three to twenty-six. Mm-hmm. How many times have the Vikings put twenty-six up on somebody? Mm. Yeah, I mean, they are giving up. They are giving up a ton of points. And then you mentioned the Detroit game, thirty-four twenty-three, and then yesterday, thirty or guess it was two days ago, mm-hmm. uh, thirty-nine thirty-six. Yeah. That defense is just brutal. Yeah, I mean. The 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 equalizer for them is you know Kirk Cousins is playing some really good football, um, and obviously you got Justin Jefferson who who may be the best receiver in the game today, and you got T.J. Hawkinson. You know Adam Thielen is still there there, and Dalvin Cook. They're still explosive on the offensive end. You just um, you know it's a it's a question like if you go up against a team that can not only continuously score on you, but they're able to get stops. You know mm-hmm. what are you what are you gonna be able to do? So I I would love to see them play um, the the Lions in the first round. Although I kind of wouldn't because that would mess everything up. Because if the Vikings beat or the Lions beat the Vikings, that would mean if the Niners won their game, they would go to philadelphia i I, I think i would like to point out for those who might be confused by this conversation as much as kenny is trying to will this into existence the detroit lions are in fact not in the playoffs right now yeah they're on their way they 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 very well may be uh and you know who will have a strong influence on them getting in Mm -hmm. your san francisco 49 this is true this is true yeah uh they got the commanding commander football team the, the, the Giants were gifted Saturday. one last night a couple of different times oh, from officials. Wow. And, hey, that was they, crazy. That's that was a, crazy. I, I don't know how you don't call that last one a pass interference. That's a really tough time to swallow your whistle, man. That that was a mug. That's really tough. That was a mug. And then on the, the touchdown they scored, um, the, the receiver had said, he checked with the ref, was like, yo, am I good? The ref was like, yeah, you're good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> then threw the flag. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the yeah fix that was, was in. I was, it, it, I, I was watching that game well last night, been. though, and the, the only thing that I could think about was how awful FedEx Field looks as a stadium. Oh, that thing looks gross. The, it's the, awful. the different layers, the. The, the all of the quote unquote suites and different areas, and then the the top where it's supposed to be just for general admission and stuff like that. Half of that is tarped off. What a disaster of a stadium! Ugh. 
the uh, the the Dallas Cowboys did clinch a playoff spot uh, yesterday. Uh, Philadelphia, Minnesota, San Francisco—they've all clinched playoff spots. Minnesota clinched their division, as did uh, San Francisco. Philly has not yet. Um, they have not clinched the division. Of course, they've got that game against Dallas, where Jalen Hurts is 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 questionable uh, coming up Damn. this weekend. Damn, you haven't won your division yet. I don't, I don't know. I don't know what that feel like. Damn. They're thirteen and one. I just want to point that out. They're thirteen and one. <laughs> Their whole division is in the playoffs. <laughs> the Forty ers entire division will be watching from home. I'm just saying. I don't. I don't, I don't know what that feels like. Man, you ain't clinched it. I now. So I'm confused here. I'm. I'm a little distracted as well. Uh, a homegirl, Catalina. She's got a a bunch of Warriors jerseys that she's putting together right now. What are they doing in this building? Well, that's a that's a okay. That's a, a weird thing to bring up on the air, but I, I think I can answer that for you. You don't uh, have to. That was the, a rhetorical question for 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 those who uh, <laughs> want an inside look at radio. We're less uh, local and more regional. <laughs> that might have something to do with it, yeah. as I believe our dear friend Catalina works. Yeah, she pulls Northern double duty. California. Yeah. I believe she works Sacramento and San Francisco. Yeah, she does double duty. She does a great job. She She's does. not doing D'Lo and Casey work today. She's doing Bonte Hill and Joe Shasky work today. Absolutely. She does a great job, too. That's that's the homie, Catalina. She does a tremendous the, job. The, the, back to the NFL, though, that I wanted to ask you. Um, I wanted to ask you something. Okay. You want to go ask her for a Draymond Green jersey, though? Absolutely not. Great pass by Draymond yesterday, by the way. Swinging the. Swing the ball around the, to the shooter. Did you see that play? I think I missed it. No, I don't think I saw it. <laughs> he, he actually had a good game last night, too. I think he had like 17 and 6 or something like that. But Jordan Poole tacks the basket, dumps it off to Draymond for an easy layup. But Draymond is like gets the ball and is so used to passing to somebody in the corner, he whips around, passes it in the corner. There is nobody in the corner. Oh, my. <laughs> oh. Right to the Raptors bench. No, it's not even one of those things where like somebody relocated and he didn't know they re- no Just threw it to no one. Everybody was above the bend, as they like to say on the NBA court. And he passed it to the guy in the corner. Oops. Not to mention he let uh, he had a wide open layup. No, but like I said, he had a good game last night. Like I said, I think it was 17 and six, 17 and nine, something like that. Actually played the game. Well, I mean, I mean that's the that's the first battle. Uh, it's, it's just getting Draymond Green in uniform and on the floor when Steph Curry isn't around. Yeah. So that's good. But um, good. F- football wise, I wanted to wanted to. You mentioned the Cowboys. Yeah, I wanted to ask you about that loss. Did that loss say? Well, there's two things that came out of that game. That loss say anything to you about the Cowboys? Uh, no. I still think they're a, a good team. The defense may be a little overrated. People were talking about how this they have this great defense now, back to back games. Um, so they they've kind of been worked a little bit. I think that the Dallas Cowboys do have a great defense. Great. Uh, I, I do think the Dallas Cowboys have a great defense. They've got a good defense. <sighs> I think the Dallas Cowboys have a great defense. 
What I don't think is that they have a defense that's like the 49ers. The 49ers defense is phenomenal and can win you a Super Bowl. Mm. The Dallas Cowboys defense can win you games. Like they're 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 I think I think they're maybe not great. They're really really good. Mm. Um, but I don't what I don't know is if their defense is I don't know. Sometimes I question its sustainability. I go because it feels like it all centers on Micah Parsons. Yeah, yeah. And, and whether or not get, uh, Trayvon Diggs is, you know, if if the if the version? throw is catchable, he's going to intercept it. But if he's not around to <laughs> to catch it because yeah. he got burnt somewhere, then you got a yeah. problem. So you you never know. I go you back have two forth. very different Trayvon Diggs. Very much so. I go back and forth on whether or not. Because, you know, I've said a lot of the times it's going to be Niners, Cowboys, and NFC Championship game. Mm-hmm. After the last couple of weeks, I don't know if the Cowboys can beat the Eagles in a playoff game. Oh, Eagles, okay. Eagles might get to that NFC Championship game, man. Because I, I don't know. If you're if the defense isn't coming to play and they can't get pressure on Jalen Hurts, I think the Eagles could light them up on the offensive end. And yeah, my opinion on the Philadelphia Eagles has completely changed in recent weeks, and I can absolutely see that being the case. Yeah. Um, the other thing that came out of the game that I wanted to ask you, Jesse, I mean, is this fair to say that, and, and you can say rightfully so, that our guy, Damian Barley, D'Lo, has been fairly critical of Trevor Lawrence, mm. skeptical of, mm-hmm. of Trevor Lawrence? Yeah, mm-hmm. Trevor Lawrence and the Jags, they're, they're, they're on the come up a little bit. I think they're a game behind mm-hmm. Tennessee for that uh, yeah. division. I'd like to see this. So, so specifically Trevor Lawrence, though, do you do you feel any different about him? Absolutely. So you you uh, you you asked a second ago, do, did I feel anything like did it did this game change how I felt about the Dallas Cowboys? And I, I was answering your question regarding the Dallas Cowboys. But my next thing to say was it changed the way I feel about Jacksonville. Mm. Jacksonville has, you know, they 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 had that win against the Raiders. You know, the, the, you know, losing to the Broncos is tough. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, the, a lot of their games have been, you know, close this year. Trevor Lawrence has had a couple of moments. Um, I'm still there's a fine line with Trevor Lawrence between being a good quarterback in the NFL and being what you guys told me he was for four years. Mm. Um, like it, it's, it's weird because, you know, Zion's a, Zion Williamson's incredible. Like watching Zion Williamson play basketball is fun. Like mm-hmm. he is, he, he's, he's phenomenal. Like, could Zion have been good? Like, what would the reaction have been if Zion was just like a solid basketball player? Mm-hmm. He's just good. He's just a good guy to, to have on your roster. It would have been tough because of the level of hype and where he was drafted. Yeah. Well, that's Trevor Lawrence. Hmm. The hype around Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence was the number one pick in that draft for four years. Mm-hmm. And through the, I gave him the Urban Meyer pass. And so maybe that's what some of this season is, is he's just lather, rinse, and repeat, trying to get all the Urban Meyer stink off of him. Phil. So I'm not going to hold last year against him. I'm not going to hold the Urban Meyer year against him. And I'm not going to be overly critical of the fact that, like, at, you know, we talk about the Kings all the time. This is his third head coach. Yeah. 
his it, time in the league. It feels like this year could be like his true rookie season. So based off everything that went down last year, all the craziness and Urban Meyer, like you mentioned, maybe this is like his true rookie season. I thought he was heading into this year. I thought he was overrated and potentially bad. Mm-hmm. Now it's clear. Okay, he's good. Now the question is, how good is he? Mm-hmm. Like, is is he, is he a good, serviceable quarterback in the NFL? Or are we starting to see signs of that guy that you told us about for so many years? I wonder if they could actually get this done and make the playoffs. Like Jesse just mentioned, they're a game behind Tennessee. Um, the schedule for the Jaguars is the Jets on Thursday night. That's actually an interesting game, to be honest with you. Um, Jets on Thursday night. Then they play the Texans in Houston, and they close the season out against the Titans. And, I mean, I don't know. They're a game back. I don't back. see it. They're a game back right now. Well. Oh, they're, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. My fault. They're a game back from Tennessee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're a game back from Tennessee. I, I was looking at a game back but game, game, game back from, from getting into the playoffs. Yeah. yeah, a game back from the division, sure. And, they, and Tennessee's got the Texans. Um, who are getting friskier by the moment, and the Cowboys and Jacksonville to close it out. So, uh, I the mean, Jacksonville Jaguars winning the South. I'd rather see them win the South than Tennessee. Tennessee is a waste uh, of time. I don't need to see Tennessee winning. No, 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 no. I'm done with that. They played earlier this year. Who won that game? The Jacksonville Jaguars got them. It looks like this was in Tennessee. So they've got the tiebreaker. All they got to do is, is, is finish with the same record. The talent discrepancy between Buffalo, Kansas City, Cincinnati, and the rest of the conference is ridiculous. Mm. Mm-hmm. That, that, that conference is so top-heavy, and everything after that is just ridiculous. Like, well, it's not even close. Well, one of the things that we're talking about in the NFL in general is the fact that we've got we've got some sorry divisions. Like, both Souths are ridiculously terrible. Terrible. I'd, I'd still say the NFC North is cool, even though the Browns and the Steelers bring it down. But the NFC North is garbage. Have you lost faith in Baltimore? Well, not necessarily because Lamar not there. But if if but the question remains though, like what is Lamar gonna do or be able to do when he comes back? Mm-hmm. And I don't know that. I, I don't. I don't know what uh, what Lamar's got going on. But if either. Lamar's there, if Lamar's there, I'm just as confident. Um, you know, a team that I, I'm not crazy about. I mean, I like them. They're cool. But Buffalo. Uh, I mean, they played a really good Miami team and, and were able to get the win. But I don't know. There's something about Buffalo. You don't buy them? Off. No, I don't, th- I don't think they're going to the Super Bowl. I'll put it to you like that. Oh, I don't either. I think Kansas City's coming out of that conference. But, but you know what's crazy? And I, I think so too. But the way things are right now, standing-wise, I think Kansas City would face the Chargers in round one. And I know how you feel about the Chargers. But they play Kansas City tough all the time. That's a tough first round matchup. I could be wrong, but I think it's Kansas City and Yeah, it's Miami. Miami. It's Miami right now? Okay. Yeah. That's not easy either. 
No, that's brutal. That <laughs> that's, that's, that's to, to me. That's that's way tougher than the Chargers. Yeah, I think mean, they beat the Chargers by eighty, but they never beat the Chargers by eighty though. No, they, like, they would the in the playoffs. That, that game always comes down to the last possession, and Brandon Staley probably goes for it on fourth down and twenty five. Um, yeah, up by three it, on his yeah. own twenty two. Yeah. That's right. That's that, it's almost as if you don't have to play the game because that's exactly uh, what 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 would happen. Uh, we'll step out. We'll come back. James Ham is here. Yeah, he is in his finest game day sweater. Yeah, we'll dude. talk Kings basketball when we return here on Sacramento Sports Leader ESPN thirteen twenty. continues streaming live on the odyssey app <laughs> right here on d-lo and kc espn 1320 i think that little sound bite might have been on air that's what made it funnier oh was it it uh, wasn't i was hoping it would what the weed is from the earth <laughs> yeah which one oh, yeah because you said it right when the music started playing and I, I feel like, oh, man, we might, might, maybe would have caught it, but Jesse says no. Jesse, Jesse knows better than to keep our mic too high. Uh, <laughs> yeah. He, he knows better. What uh, is 1320. On that one, what was that half was Look, I love weed. <laughs> you know what he said? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I've seen half baked. I've, I've seen that's half, Chappelle, I've right? Seen half of it before. Yeah, it's, it's it was kind of funny when I was watching it. All right, I um, you know, we welcome in James Hammer, thirteen twenty Kings Insider, and creator of the Kings Beat. You know, all of those like jokes I tell about Kenny's house and like the acreage and the mm-hmm. security gate and. Right, right. All the all the false things he says about love my house. yeah that's really James's house. I could imagine the like, guy he, a, he's got a, a, a lake. He's got a lake. Is, that is really James's house. James sent me a note like because because I, I I I went I, I finally made a trip out to Amsterdam uh, this weekend for 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 a little Christmas party and James you know sends the address and says you know your name is under my name when you when you when you when you get to the gate and I thought. And I'm in my head, I'm envisioning how does that work? Like, how do I punch that in on a little on a little screen? No, 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 no. You tell the armed gatekeeper Come on, you're man. here to see Come James on, Ham. And if your name is on the list, she'll let you in. So all of these jokes I've been telling for two and a half years about Kenny's house turn out to all be completely accurate. You got the wrong James. guy the whole time. I don't know that they're armed. They're armed with a button that has a gate that you can't get through i don't know it was a nice lady but she looked like she was armed <laughs> it's 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 possible I, I never know um yeah well i'm glad you were able to make it up uh saw the famous bar the famous bar uh, what did you i think? was really excited to see the little corner i did get i i got caught up like in your little library area where you do the show i was going through some of your books i almost checked a couple out <laughs> it's like hey <laughs> I don't think I've read this book the like James I, Ham Library. <laughs> almost, almost, almost asked for a, a a library card and checked a couple out there. But yeah, we had a we had a good time uh, hanging out, talking. You know, you know some good people, man. It was it was fun. It was nice to to be around each other and be around your friend and, and only talk Kings basketball part of the night uh, rather than the entire night. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, you know, that's where I sit and watch games when they're on the road. It's where. That's my office. That uh, the bar is my office. So, yeah, it's a good group of people. I'm I'm glad you're able to make it up. 
Sorry, sorry. No, no, you got it. You got it. Because I was about to ask him about the game he watched on Friday night. Well, let's do it. Would you think? Did you ever think they were going to lose that game on Friday? Once, maybe it's more specific. Once they got the lead in the third quarter, did you think you know they had it in hand, or was it still up in the air? There was a moment in the first half where I thought, "Uh oh, do they have the legs?" That's Mm. where I started to see, "Do they have the legs?" And then. What we're seeing is this, this team is figuring out how to punch back in the, mm-hmm. in the third quarter. And, uh, and you know, they got the, the Pistons on their heels. And, I, I no, once we got to the mid-third quarter, I thought that game was over and, like, really impressive to finish a six-game road trip that way. And, look, uh, you know, this team has not had success. It hasn't had continued success forever. I asked a question. You guys ran the video of me asking the question earlier about De'Aaron. He didn't even know this team has not been five games over 500 since 2006. <laughs> 2006, they haven't been five games over 500. They have an opportunity tonight. Then they could actually get to maybe they could get six games over 500 again. 2006, yeah. the last two games of the season, they they won to to get to what was it 44 and 38. Wow. Um, but like that's the magnitude of what this group is up against is so incredible. Like, this is something, like, we keep talking about the history and the 16 years and all this stuff, but it's not just 16 years of, like, you know, some highs and lows. It's 16 years of horrific basketball. Mm. You know, maybe one or two seasons where you could point to that there was even a glimmer of real hope. Mm. This is the first year, and so, like, I'm happy to see these players kind of get to that, especially guys like Fox and Barnes that have been here for a long time, and and they're figuring out how to get over the hump. Mm. And it makes games like tonight, though, to me, at least mentally tougher because Detroit was the second worst team in the league, second only to Charlotte, (laughs) the team that they're playing tonight. Yeah, but you know what? They just got uh, they just got LaMelo back and this team really they were good last year. They were fun last year. Um, you know, they made a bunch of changes and Steve Clifford's there and, you know, they swapped out coaches, no Jay Triano running the offense. Um, of course, no bridges. Uh, that team is very different. And so they're, they're starting to like, they've lost seven straight. So it's hard to say that they're turning a corner, but you know, again, this is a team that has been playing for most of the year without their two best players, one that they'll play the entire year without. And the other that they missed that missed all the first half of the season. Um, or the first 25, 30 games. So um, I expect this to still be entertaining, though. Uh, it's a team that's on the second night of a back-to-back and one of the worst back-to-backs in the league. Anytime you got to go from Denver or Utah to Sacramento or the Bay Area and, and play on the second night of a back-to-back, it's almost a scheduled loss. You're, you got the, <laughs> the travel's bad. It's not an easy trip to the airport for some of these places. And, uh, like, it's just not a... It's not a good, conducive to winning type of trip. I mean, I, I would be surprised if Charlotte has a lot left in the tank, and if the Kings hit them hard like they did the Pistons in the third quarter, they'll likely fold. Denver's airport um, allegedly demonic. You hear that? Uh-uh. It's a demonic airport. Oh. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, real talk. I think we talked about this before on the show. But, I feel um, like we have. Yeah. But you, you talk about – Though the last couple of weeks you've been having, like I'm, I'm not, I'm not sure that the Caraway compound isn't demonic. <laughs> craziness, just craziness. Um, but you talk about Charlotte and, and you know Steve Clifford. I mentioned to Damien. It really feels like, just from the outside looking in, there's a bit of a um, 
I don't want to call it a power struggle because I don't think it's that, but I think Steve Clifford took over this team, took back control over this team from what he had before, and he's encountered a bunch of guys who have a bunch of bad habits, at least for the way that he likes to play basketball. And he is doing everything he can to work them out of those bad habits, and they're struggling to win games because of that because he seems like, hey, you're going to do it this way. This is the way it needs to be done. And they're like, well, we don't, we ain't done it this way in four years. What do you, and it, maybe it is a power struggle a little bit, but it feels like that's what's going on with Charlotte right now. Plus, like you talked about, not having your two best players. Well, and even when you do get LaMelo back, like he, he likes to freelance. Mm-hmm. That guy's out there doing his own thing. He's mm-hmm. never liked structure. You know, that's why he ended up playing what in Lithuania and Poland and all kinds of other places. Like, he's always been a guy that wants to do his own thing and, and dances to the beat of his own drum. And that's fine. But when you get a coach like Steve Clifford, like that's where the marriage like almost looks like it's a bad fit from the beginning. I mean, you just lock that guy up to a three or four year deal and he's an authoritarian. He's a X's and O's and a, you know, defensive minded coach. And it's, it's a lot different than what, what we're looking at here in Sacramento with with Mike Brown. Mike Brown is is a attention to detail guy, but he's also a player's coach. He's also someone who, you know, brings the joy to the court. He's also someone who, while he loves defense, he also understands that when you play when you're an assistant on the Golden State Warriors, that, you know, you, you gotta play up tempo in the in the modern NBA. And so I think that like the Kings really did get a good coach, uh, and I'm not saying that Steve Clifford's a bad coach, but what I am saying, he might not have been the right coach for the roster that they have, and it's just kind of a strange fit, and we'll have to see how it goes for him. You know, you know real quick, Dame, I, he, James brought up a great point thinking about Mike Brown, and I really believe when you talk about like Mike Brown, his time with Cleveland, his time with San Antonio, his time with the Lakers, I think that time with the Warriors did so much good for him in his growth as a coach because he was a guy who was, you know, just kind of grinded out or whatever, but he got an opportunity to see, and maybe he got the same experience in San Antonio, but I feel like that time in Golden State, like you can play defense at a, at a high level and still have a beautiful game on the offensive end. You can, you can be freelancing a little bit. You could be, you know, have player movement and, and do all this other stuff. And I feel like he, he incorporated that, even if it's not into his game, into his coaching style, but into the coaches that he brought along with him, where it's like, hey, I know I'm a defensive guy, but I need this type of offense here in, in my next job in Sacramento. I I credit it to Golden State. I, I think his time there did wonders for him. Yeah, I think it did wonders to work for a guy like Steve Kerr, who, you know, again, it comes from the Phil Jackson tree and – and the Greg Popovich tree, so he's got a lot of different types of styles that he uses to to reach players and to connect. Um, you know, Phil Jackson was was like the king of uh, like finding ways to reach players and and get into players' heads and like bring them into the inner circle. And then, of course, Popovich is the structure and the military and all that stuff. So I think Steve Kerr really has a lot of cool things that he brought to the table that. Mike was able to learn from. I'll also tell you, like, look, Mike, uh, he's been honest about, like, his path since the last time he was a head coach. Um, he, I believe, got divorced between then and now. Uh, his life has changed a lot. You know, he's not a young guy who who's trying to make it in the league. And, I mean, 
We talked about this the whole time when they were like looking at these coaches. Mike Brown came into this season with a 616 win percentage. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know where that ranks at all time, but I'm going to guarantee it's in the top 20. Mm-hmm. Like, he's, he, like, win percentage wise, was one of the, the greats. And you can say LeBron or you can say that he was there with, co- like, all these things. You can make excuses for why that happened, but there are other coaches that have, that have come around and been with LeBron and not put up that type of win percentage. And, uh, I think that we overlooked Mike Brown quite a bit in this whole search. And mm-hmm. Mike Brown, he's just the right guy at the right time. That's what it feels like to me. And, you know, I, I hope he's able to keep going like this because he's so much fun, especially when they're winning. Yeah. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 